Hey y'all, it's Megan. And Virginia, the co-founders of Rosa Rebellion, a platform for creative activism by and for women of color. And we have some exciting news. We are starting a podcast. We are so excited to introduce Gen Activists to you, a space for intergenerational dialogue. And we just want to take the time to tell you a little bit about how we got here and why we decided to start this podcast. So I think it was like, I don't know, six months ago or something. And we were having a catch up and it was like a friend catch up, which, you know, I know that we try to to separate. So, hey, I'm talking to my friend and hey, we're talking about Rosa Rebellion stuff. But I was like in my kitchen and I remember because I was making shrimp, which I make <laughs> quite often. I am like, look, I'm from Beaumont, Texas. If you don't eat seafood, you will starve. So I was making shrimp and we were talking about your day. And I think you were having kind of a tough day. And you mentioned this text from G-Mom, which you've always shared with me, the different texts that you get from her. And we started uh, organically talking about how great it would be to have people have access um, to that. And so to think about that conversation, which I'll like, you should tell the people more about the text and G-Mom and all that, but, and to be here today actively like creating this space that we felt was um, divine as are most things that, that happen or they're organic and they we just know um, but also really really need it is really exciting I cannot wait to build this and roll this out um, with y'all yeah I mean I think you captured the moment perfectly I mean it just felt so we felt so affirmed in the vision um, because it happened so organically um, and it felt very intrinsic to who we are as people, not just who we are as co-founders of Rosa Rebellion. Because right. Megan and I laugh all the time, but it's been a couple of years that people have been saying, when are you gonna have a podcast? And you know, we're pretty intentional about our work and we don't just feel that like our voices are needed in every space. And we didn't feel like we had anything special to contribute to the landscape of podcasts. But um, so my grandmother is one of the most tech savvy 84 year olds I've <laughs> ever been in contact with. And exactly. She has her own Bitmoji and it's the most accurate Bitmoji I've ever seen. And she uses it very well. But she also is sort of the uh, author of our family group text. And she is the mother of five children, the grandmother of uh, 16 grandchildren. And she is up early and typically sending us these long text messages that really help orient our day, you know, particularly through this climate of 2020 around politics. She was sending us these texts, just reminding us like who we were as people and that our presence was not just necessary, it was mandated, right? How are we gonna show up in the spaces we were called to? What was our challenge to the communities we lived in? What was the challenge to spaces that had been sort of occupied by white suppression. And I would oftentimes screenshot those text messages and post them on my Insta story um, because I felt like if this is resonating with me and you know, take bias aside from my grandmother, I'm sure it would resonate with others. And the amount of DMs I would get in comments about like, how do I join the family group text? Where's my invitation for Christmas? Was just both humorous, but also I think demonstrated a real need for this type of conversation. And so um, Megan and I were sitting or standing in our respective kitchens and I was sharing with another wisdom filled text message. And I was like, it'd be cool to start like a newsletter or something where I could kind of share her wisdom with the world. 
outside of her space of occupation that she occupies, which is higher education and racial justice. And uh, Megan was like, what if we like did a podcast with her and we were co-hosts and it just felt so needed and so aligned with the work that we do at Rose Rebellion. Remember when we were like, man, like to have a living room conversation, like those are the best times. Like you're just sitting, usually it's a holiday or something and you're hanging out and you know there's multiple generations together and you hear those stories that sometimes you roll your eyes at because you've heard them a million times but but you know to really think about what's in those stories um, for us to learn from and to be able to invite everyone into a living room conversation with with g mom and like our guests we're just talking about you know what it was like for them and 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 what we can glean from and also just like the funny you know kind of stories that get passed from generation to generation um to kind of bring those to life and to archive those i think is really great yeah i think one of the things that resonates for me about creating a space for this type of dialogue um is just recognizing that particularly as millennials, you know, so much of our world has been formed by technology and sort of this interactive world. And so sometimes we've kind of created an echo chamber for ourselves where the people we follow on Instagram and we hear from on Twitter are folks in our sort of lived space and reality. And while it is definitely still inspirational and aspirational and it provides these wonderful, colorful insights about the world, I think we're missing out right on our ability to connect with um, the generation coming behind us and the generation before us and there's something super special that cannot be replicated about the wisdom of some old folks yeah i just i you know i want us as a community a global community to be able to soak that up before they're not with us right yeah i think like when i i one thanksgiving i thought let me ask my mom some more history about my my own family and just the the stuff that I just didn't know or hadn't paid attention to and how much it meant for for who I am right like who are my ancestors what's the blood that's running through my veins what um you know can I get from them about how to have tenacity and how we traverse through the world and how we give to the world and how we show up like, I was dumbfounded and a little bit embarrassed by the thing <laughs> that I learned from my mother um, just by sitting at her feet and just asking more questions. And so I hope to ask a lot of questions with, with Jen activists and to provide um, something to the world like what I experienced at Thanksgiving, um, you know, with my mom, so. I also think, you know, that that's anecdote about your mother and this idea of asking questions, right? That one of the best ways for us to continue to be disruptors and to be what we often talk about at Rosa Rebellion, which is being co-agitators, is to um, navigate this work of justice and equity from a place of curiosity, right? A curiosity about what would make my community more equitable, what would make this world more just, right? And I think one of the things that's really important is to start to observe and inquire about these common threads throughout time, right? When we sort of approach these conversations around gender equity and sort of the Me Too movement or the, the women's movement happening in this 21st century, 
it's not far removed or detached from what was happening in the 70s or what happened during the suffrage movement, right? So that history sets intention for how we gather around these conversations. And it's like, we don't need to start from ground zero. I want to hear what Dr. Angela Davis is saying about these conversations. I want to be in conversation and in um, and co-labor along people like Dol- Dolores Huerta. Yeah. Um, and I think we cut ourselves short from what progress we could do in collaboration, in collective. And so I'm just really excited about um, bringing those voices into a space that we can learn from, that we can be inspired by, but then also recognizing that there's a reciprocity that we're also going to be imparting some conversations and some wisdom. Dr. G Mom, who we um, have invited in to be a co-host for this podcast, she talks all the time. Every really time, like, who really tried to pass it to other people? She's she's far too humble, um, but but we really felt that it had to be her. And I think what's so special is when we jump off a call or jump off a recording. She's like, oh my gosh, I learned so much from y'all today. And it's this really special thing to hear about someone who's accomplished so much in her life, is in her 80s, doesn't have to answer to nobody, right? And she's telling us that she's still learning. Um, I think that that's something really special and encouraging. Curiosity and learning, right? Thinking about that, it was also the ability of the people who are still here with us, but have certainly been working at this at, at equity a lot longer than us, it, it was their ability to imagine something different. And so I think that that exercise of interrogating, um, you know, what we believe to be true, what we think about the world, what we think will work um, in dialogue with people who have gone before us and can, and can certainly say, oops, you know, watch out for that speed bump or, you know, um, just share their stories with us is important because we need to now have the ability to imagine something different. And, and also just like how you sustain it. We're inundated with, with social media and with media in general, and it can be tough to sustain um, you know, the necessary energy really that, that you need to keep going and to keep imagining that things can be better and then to pair that with action. And so I certainly get inspiration and fuel every single time I talk to G-Mom and I'm excited for the guests that we'll bring on that will also, you know, give us that fuel and also just kind of like make you feel a little bit like mm, you're going to be all right. Right. Yeah. Like, like yeah. y'all gonna make it. <laughs> like, some of this is just an exercise and encouragement, honestly, right. to hear that like, wow, you know, as much as we've been battling these past few years, specifically in 2020, like the resiliency of people, the resiliency of yeah. women, the resiliency of women of color is like a constant testament to what we are capable of as human beings. And that is encouraging to me. And I think, you know, you alluded to this earlier, the power of stories to be a tool of encouragement, to be a tool of inspiration. And I think what we've recognized in our work and one of the things that we've committed to through the lens of Rosa Rebellion is to be not just storytellers, but to create space for people to tell their own stories. And there's so many women, um, women of color specifically, that their stories need to not just be heard, but documented. Like their contributions to the cultural landscape of this country and world 
need to be archived, need to be documented and need to be shared. And I hope this is just a small piece of that work. So we are so excited to invite you into our digital living room. Yeah. We literally all three in different cities, G Moms in Los Angeles holding it down, Megan's in Houston holding it down. I'm in the ATX in Austin. And so um, it's also this wonderful way to connect us um, as we battle this world of COVID. But we are so honored that you guys would come into our virtual living room and just be in dialogue with us. Yeah. Um, and our hope is that these conversations aren't just nurtured through the podcast, that we can support you in these conversations through our website. We're going to be building out um, sort of a whole new vocabulary um, and sort of reading recommendations. And so we're just excited to build this community with you. But in the meantime, check out this clip from GMOM. We are surrounded by all these buildings that our ancestors built, and no one ever acknowledges that that's how, I mean, even the White House. White House. <laughs> that's right. Uh, that our people, and you, 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 you have to connect with their history to understand the depth of their contribution in the midst of all that they were experiencing and the hardship and the impossibility of life that they were able to bring forth works like that. Um, so it's important to remember those because each generation is in search of its identity and you can't find that identity except that you can locate it in places and signs and symbols like that that says we were here mm -hmm. and because we were here you can be here uh, and so and it calls upon us to engender, and many times in our white brethren, a respect, a regard from what they've inherited uh, from, our, uh, from our people and their great sacrifice.